The following podcast contains sexual innuendos, tea spilling explicit language, getting the real dirt and drama. The podcast is rated MA, NSFW, OMFG, WTH, JF, ROFL, YOLO, AFAP, and is unsafe for the timid. Side effects include, but are not limited to, your eyeballs not being able to go back in your head, extreme addiction to the show, and possibly a non-identifying yellow rash. Super fun and positive too. So are you ready to get dirty? I click TV is. Contact by satellite. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of iClick TV's Dirty Reality, where we get the dirt one dirty deed at a time. The Dirty Reality Podcast is iClick TV's way of saying, fuck the boring podcast out there. We don't ask the same questions. If you love reality TV, pop culture, and the people on them, this is the place to be. We friggin' go next level with our guests giving you the fan, the best listening experience. This is your host, Ray. On this episode, we are talking to our special guest from Big Brother 21, Kat Dunn. Joining me is my co-host, Linda, per usual, and we are getting ready to get dirty. Lynn, what's going on this week in the entertainment world? Hey, guys. Today's hot topic, Bachelor in Paradise. Well, sad to say, Katie Morton and Chris Bukowski have ended their relationship. They actually got together on Instagram to let everyone know. They said they reached a point where they decided it was best for them to go their separate ways. And because they still have love and respect for each other, they will remain friends because it was the base of their relationship. And they are very thankful to everyone from their family to friends and fans that supported them through their journey. Remember, guys, get all of your reality TV and pop culture news 24-7 at myiclicktv.com. premise of Big Brother, which I highly doubt, because I'm going to say probably 50% of our overall listeners are Big Brother fans. The premise of Big Brother is they take, well, 16, 12 to 16 people at times, put them in a house together. They can't leave. They make them fight for power. They make them play all different kinds of physical, mental games to get power in the house, not to be voted out, to get the grand prize, the moolah. There's showmances, there's fights, there's strategy, there's intrigue, there's conspiracies. iClick TV is super excited to have our guest on the podcast today, as I am sure all the millions of Big Brother fans are. She's unapologetic overly suspicious, conspiracy theorist, and a heartbreaker. Please welcome Ms. Kat Dunn to the podcast. Hey! When you said I was suspicious, I was like, oh, okay, I'm kind of suspicious. And then you said I was a heartbreaker, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, wait, I guess I'm kind of a heartbreaker, too. Gosh, I don't know. No. Y'all, that, was the perfect, that was the perfect introduction. Thank you. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. I put that together. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> Awesome. We're going to dive right in with Kat. Seriously, we are so excited to have Kat, who just says what they think, says what they feel. Mm -hmm. It's always a recipe for success. 
One hundred and the doctor. <laughs> true. <laughs> Aren't we so all? True. Tell us more about Big Brother experience before. Like we said, we don't talk the same stuff before actually going on. How did you actually get on the show? Were you recruited? I know a lot of Big Brother people from the Dallas area get recruited on the show. Were you recruited? Did you apply? And if you did, was it video, open call? How did you get on? I was actually recruited. Um, and I know it's not really popular to say that because typically the fans hate recruits. So right. um, going into Big Brother, I was trying to, I guess, like play the game of Big Brother with the audience, if you will, because I was trying so hard to come across like I was a super fan or I don't know. But also I wanted to do the game justice because I didn't just want to be a recruit coming in and just, you know, there for TV time and, you know, just kind of like, you know, filling up space, not really doing anything. Um, so I, right after I got recruited, I started binge watching seasons of the show. I started studying the best Big Brother moves, the worst Big Brother moves, the best Big Brother players, the worst Big Brother players. I mean, I lived and breathed it for about the two months leading up to me actually going into the house. Um, so I like to think that I did it justice. And um, I, it was a great surprise to me coming out of the house and realizing that a lot of the Big Brother super fans and, you know, the people that would typically hate a, the idea of a recruit coming on the show actually really did like me. So now I'm really open about the whole fact that I was recruited because I do want to kind of get away from that stigma of, you know, recruits are just kind of, you know, Instagram models that go on for TV cloud or whatever. Cause sometimes when people get recruited for the show, they actually really do want to play and want to win. I would have applied, but I'm not really, I, I'm, I don't know. Like, I guess I never really thought about applying for a reality show. And then um, also I don't watch any TV. So just the idea of, being on a reality show or even watching a reality show is never really up my alley, but, but here I am now a reality TV star, <laughs> the girl without a TV. Wait, what do you mean? You don't watch any TV, nothing streaming, nothing. Well, I, I guess I do now, but so, so I, when I got recruited for the show, I didn't have a TV and I needed to watch the show cause I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So uh, I went and bought a TV <laughs> that was like the first thing. And, um, of course, you know, signed up for CBS All Access and got, you know, got to educate myself in the world of Big Brother. But, uh, but yeah, I spend so much time, and I've always been this way, I've, I spend so much time on social media or whether I'm doing my own social media or I'm working or, you know, whatever, that I figured I couldn't have another distraction like TV because I have such an addictive personality that the last thing I need is to get caught up in some, like, Netflix series or get caught up on, like, a – you know, Big Brother where it airs three times a week. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> my per productivity would just go down the drain. So, but here I am. I and love now, honestly, I love I love Big Brother. So I can definitely say that I will be a super fan next season, and I'm going to be watching the live feeds, and my productivity is going to be going down the drain. You grind. I love that. I'm a grinder too. You grind. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Cat screw game strategy. You've talked about that a million times. <laughs> I want to know. Did you have a strategy for your wardrobe going in the house? To me, <laughs> if I'm going in, what bikinis am I bringing? What for, like, everyone to look at? Like, no. A wardrobe I strategy. I was the worst packer of the entire season. I <laughs> And everyone in the house would agree with me. Because I, I guess because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I, I studied Big Brother as much as I could. But I never really, like, planned. I don't know. I didn't really think that that all the way through, I guess, you know, packing. And also it's so hard to pack for a hundred days of your life where you don't get to shop. You don't get to, 
you know, keep up with the latest styles. And I don't know, it was, just, it was a really hard thing to wrap my mind around packing to leave for that amount of time. Um, I didn't yeah. bring any live show clothes. Typically people on the live shows dress up in you know like a dress or like a some sort of like trendy outfit or whatever but I just couldn't wrap my mind around the idea of getting dressed up to sit in my living room so all I did was bring like athleisure and then I brought the one pink dress that I wore for move-in and then by the time when we were in sequester before the show started uh they bring wardrobe by to kind of look at everything that you brought and they realized that I only brought like one nice dress so they actually went while I was in sequester and shopped for me and picked up some things because they're like, okay, you're going to need some actual clothes other than athleisure. Um, I only brought like two swimsuits. So that was a mistake too, because they got so faded and I was so sick of them. And that's my biggest, my biggest piece of advice to future house guests is to go to Target and just get like as many mix and match swimsuits as you can, or even like mix and match athleisure wear. I don't know. I was the worst. I was the worst at packing, bottom line. Don't take any of my advice except for what I know now in hindsight. You definitely cast me to be a different person than I was on the show. Because, um, you know, when I'm going through the casting process and the interviews, I'm dressed, you know, I have all the hair, all the makeup. I'm dressed nice. I'm, you know, being, you know, being this kind of like, I guess, Barbie person that they were kind of casting me to be on the show. But then in real life, I go very zero to 100. Like right now, I'm wearing sweatpants. And a sports bra and, like, no hair, makeup going on and just kind of, like, lounging around. Um, and that, and I was running errands looking like this, too. I mean, I just – I'm not really a girly girl when it comes down to it, even though I do like getting dressed up from time to time. So I think that when I showed up for the show and they were like, hold on, wait, we cast this person in, like, perfect <laughs> hair and makeup out just giving zero fucks. They just really didn't Love know. It. I don't know. I think I took them by, by surprise. But I think that they were very happy with the person that I ended up being. Before the live feeds – started you and Jackson had a little thingy thing going on did yeah. you think well, I mean, did you think really, that you guys would so blown up I know but did you think you and him could get further in the game together was that no. a strategy oh had we okay had we actually like pursued any sort of anything like showman's whatever we would have been the worst allies ever because we're like oil and water and we found that as the season went on, because there were a lot of explosive arguments that we had. We do care for each other, of course, because we've been through something that not a lot of people can relate with. So we, it is nice to have each other in that regard. But as far as like our personalities, they're very clashing. And I mean, we just really something about each other just really gets under each other's skin in the best kind of way, I guess. But um, no, if we were if we would have been allies in the game, we would have absolutely been evicted pre-jury because it would have been a total just blow up. Him and Holly definitely were great at balancing each other out because Holly did a lot of um, things behind the scenes as far as like kind of um, bringing in the reins on Mickey and his very reactive decisions. There were a lot of things that he would have probably either done and totally blowed up blown up his game or um things that he might have not done because he was ill-advised by himself um, and holly really was great at kind of taming the beast in that regard and i wouldn't have been that person for him at all uh, but also with that being said me and jackson were never really trying to um pursue any sort of showmance with each other and that's something that was kind of i guess uh lost in translation from the pre-feeds to the show to the audience um we immediately had chemistry uh he reminded me a lot of my friends back home and we got along really well um 
and there was a lot of things that I really liked about him and vice versa. Um, but it was never really like a romantic, like, oh, we're going to be together forever kind of thing. It's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess we were just kind of in the moment and doing whatever. And I wasn't really thinking about any sort of longevity to that at all. Um, so that's why when he like, quote unquote, broke up with me, I was like, okay, like, cool. I'm going to go tan now. Um, Cause it was kind of like an irrelevant thing to me. And I thought that he was, even, I thought that he was even kind of like odd that he even took the time to like call to like set me aside and even tell me that because in my head I was thinking, okay, like I thought we were just kind of like friends. Like I thought we were cool. I didn't think it was really anything bigger than what we had thought it was, but whatever. Kat, the U.S. Weekly article. In the article regarding you and Nick, you said you guys were taking it slow. Um, mm-hmm. You said things were going good, having fun, and that you really liked him. Now, you said that you told Nick that he could see other people if he wants, but you didn't think he would. So my question mm-hmm. is, can you elaborate a little more on what we meant by that? And has Nick told you, it's cool, you could date or see whoever you want to? Well, I mean, I guess I'm kind of, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm kind of like a dude when it comes to relationships. Um, because I found, I guess I learned a long time ago that you should never be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. Which is why, again, back with the, with the Mickey situation, that I guess I did take it so well because it was very much... Like, okay, you don't want to be with me? Okay, cool. Like, move on. I'm not really someone that gets kind of caught up in that. So that's kind of what I meant whenever I was saying with Nick, you know, if he wants to date other people, then have at it. But I don't think he's going to. Um, Because I, I mean, coming off the show, and especially with Nick, um, he, he, well, I'm trying to think of how I can say this and not sound like it's like a dig, because it's not. But, um, But Nick is somebody who, you know, came on the show. He wasn't there to get clout he was there for the game and he was there for the experience um and he came off the show with a lot of instagram followers a lot of girls sliding into his dms a lot of girls thinking that he was hot stuff and um and that's exciting for somebody who isn't used to getting that kind of attention so i told nick i told nick from the get-go that if he wants to pursue you know like if he wants to kind of ride out this whole you know <laughs> attention thing. Like if he wants to, if he wants to see where it goes, then you know, do it. I don't want to be that person that take that keeps him from pursuing other options. When it is exciting to be able to go somewhere and get table service at a club, or to not have to wait in line, and to get these girls that are like, "Oh, you're so hot." You know, I get that, and I'm not ever going to be the type of girl that gets jealous over that. But um, but from what I've seen with me and Nick, is that he really isn't the type to pursue that kind of attention but but if he wants to then okay whatever we'll see but he'll come back to me <laughs> I'm kidding no you're not and I love it did <laughs> he say that to you Kat was the question did he say you too you can do you know what you want and- are you getting at the are you getting at the Disneyland thing now <laughs> I'm oh I ain't there yet um, well no uh, I mean I don't me and Nick we trust each other a lot somebody that I really I am very much a free spirit and I like if there's if someone, if I, if I have the opportunity to go to Disneyland with somebody, it doesn't matter if it, like, I mean, especially if it's just, like, for fun. Like, it's not, like, a, it's not anything more than it's supposed to be, you know, whatever. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to go because I have a lot of guy friends and I hang out with guys a lot. And um, I don't know. I just kind of, I guess, am always just up for, up for whatever, down for whatever, and they're have a good time. But at the end of the day, 
all what really matters is that Nick trusts me and he knows that my intentions are there. You know, my intentions are pure and I would never do anything to hurt him. So it is nice to have someone like Nick who does trust me and he does let me go and, you know, go to different events and go and hang out with whoever. And I don't know, because if I was dating someone that was insecure, that it would be such a nightmare because then I'd have to, of course, I don't know, always have to show text receipts for whatever, or I don't know. It's just, it's nice to have someone to trust me. We're going to take a 30 second commercial break. But when we come back, Cat is going to plead the dirty get ready cat. Click TV's Dirty Reality. Yes, it is your favorite time of the podcast. We're going to play Plead the Dirty, and I can't wait to play with Cat for real. Only refuse to not answer one of them. Cat, are you ready to plead the dirty? I guess so. I know. I'm nervous. <laughs> time for you to plead the dirty. Dirty question number one. If you could pick anyone from either Big Brother or even if we know now you don't watch a lot of TV, but Big <laughs> Brother or from any reality TV show that kind of gets your juices flowing, who would it be? Oh. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, man, I mean, I don't want to give like a basic answer because I know everyone's going to be like, hey, obviously I'm going to say Nick. Right. Um, besides, besides, I, 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 I just wish that I watched more reality TV so I could give you a good answer. Oh, boy. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio gets everyone's juices flowing. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, but that's a little bit unrealistic. And I've already, like, aged out of his age demographic. I hear that, like, whenever the girls turn <laughs> 25, he drops them. So I was like, okay, that'll never happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know what? I mean, I'm going to be boring and say Nick. Um, but it's so much more than just like, look, it's, it's just our chemistry that we have. And, um, it, that's a, it's not necessarily cause I'm like, Oh, I, and I do think he's very hot by the way, but it's not, you know, it's like, because I know him and I know his heart. I mean, it's hard to top that with just like a random person from a reality show. I said, if Leo came in, let me tell yes. you. Yes. <laughs> Please the dirty question. Number two. If you were stuck on a deserted island, who is one cast member you would not want to be on that island with you? Oh, <laughs> gosh. Um, well, I could say I could say Mickey because, as I said earlier, we're very explosive and we would be fighting the whole time. Um, but he's very athletic and handy, so I'm sure he would be good to have around for like I don't know, like if we had to like survive. 
Um, but ooh, I'm going to say Bella because Bella does not like me at all. Um, Bella stated on her Instagram live one time that she'd rather die than talk to me. And I don't want to be the cause of anyone's death. So I don't want to be stuck on an island with her. Plead the dirty question number three. It's superlative time. I'm going to say a couple okay. words and you're going to tell me the big brother player from your cast that comes into your mind right away. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. Here we go. First one mischievous probably christy i'm someone who absolutely loves christy's gameplay and had she made it to final two she probably would have had my vote um she was someone who really did play a mischievous game was making really great relationships with some people while talking behind their back to other people so i think she's probably the most mischievous i feel like i wish i had like a better answer but honestly i think i was probably the most mischievous wow that's point on relatable Relatable. Let's see. I mean, I think that Nicole was probably, I mean, and this is, of course, everyone thinks this. I think Nicole was probably the most relatable one with the, with the cast. She was quirky. She was funny. She um, made a lot of decisions based on just like out of the goodness of her heart, uh, which typically non big brother fans that are watching from home, they always think that that's kind of the road that they're going to take. So I like to think that probably, and, of course, she did win America's Favorite Player. So, probably Nicole was the most relatable of everybody. Thirsty. Ah, me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that could be said. Like, aren't we all a little thirsty? I mean, at the end of the day, we all yeah. went on a reality TV show. Um, but <laughs> probably, I don't know. I mean, probably anyone that you've seen ride out all the influencer clout, it has a little bit of thirst in them. I, I mean, I'd be willing to say that I'm probably the most thirsty, but I'm, at least I admit it. You do. I love that. <laughs> Real. Hmm. Gosh. I don't know. Why am I having such trouble with these superlatives? I don't know. Maybe because I honestly, like, I've just seen so many different sides from all my castmates. So I, I don't even really, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's just the first one I that mean, pops into your head. Yeah, uh, the real I'd probably go with Jess. Jess is my best friend in the house, and I got to know, you know, the our relationship in the house wasn't really one from a gameplay standpoint. It was just because I really loved being her friend, and I loved hanging out with her. So having that real friendship in the house is definitely something that helped me get as far as I did. So Jess is the most real to me. Question number four. What is the real story with David Barda? <laughs> Dating, friends with benefits, or just friends? <laughs> I don't even really know. Something that I figured out about myself is that I never really know what's going on <laughs> in any kind of relationship that I have with the opposite sex. Um, I There's a lot of things that I really like about David. Um, I have so much fun hanging out with him. Um, and, you know, we we met when I got off the show. We were at the Temptation Island premiere party. Um, we had kind of hung out a little bit here and there while I was in L.A., but then I went back to Dallas and um, you know, just keeping in touch with someone that lives in LA when you live in Dallas, it's a lot harder. Um, we still keep up with each other on, on social media. Um, and we text from time to time and he's a great guy. Um, I mean, at this point, like it is, it, I guess it is what it is. It, it's not what it's not. It's just kind of where he's, he's much younger than me. Um, so is, is it even, is it realistic to even date somebody that's that much younger than you and lives in a different state? I don't know. So, um, I don't know. At the end of the day, I, I think he's a great guy. But but I don't really know. I mean, I, 
I don't know. I don't really know what. It's never really that easy. It's, I guess I like hanging out with them. One more. <laughs> Lynn, hit her with it. Okay. So, Kat, Mary, Shag, and Ghost. Oh. David Alexander, <laughs> Nick, or Jackson? Well, Ghost would definitely be Jackson. Um, but then when it comes to David and Nick, I don't really know because that's probably Mary and Shag either of them. Yes. <laughs> Good answer. Um, but, but also I do say that's me and David, honestly, me and David Alexander, we don't really keep in touch anymore. And I hate that we don't because he was one of my best friends in the house and we definitely did have a connection. Um, so I can't realistically marry or shag him because we just don't really keep in touch. Uh, and then Nick is, I've said it before, Nick has always been there for me. Um, we've been through a lot. I care about him more than just on a surface level. I care about his feelings and his soul and everything. So I don't know. Nick is definitely winning for Mary and shag, but, but David, David Alexander is, he's, he's good too. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. a cutie. He's, yeah, he's so, so handsome. Just so everybody knows, Kat, even though she kind of worked around one, she answered them all, <laughs> give it up for Kat. I Yay! My, my go, experience taught me to be very, you know, political in the way that I answer. Politically correct, I guess. I'm curious. <laughs> you became, to me, more popular when you got off the show. Love that. Oh, that's good. I feel like I'm not relevant at all anymore. What <laughs> other reality TV show would you go on? I can see um, you on a Temptation Island, on an X on the Beach. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, I don't know. You know, um, I'm under contract with CBS for two years. Right. So I'm hoping that they'll either have me for either, you know, maybe potentially a Big Brother All-Star season or for Survivor or Amazing Race or Love Island, one of those. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. I'm also, you know, I'm turning 30 next month. So I think that realistically my – my like me on Love Island, like I'm probably, I'm probably a little bit too old for Love Island, and I might be a little bit too old for Temptation Island at this point. I don't even know. I just gotta. I'm in Texas when you're 30 and single. It's like, ugh, find somebody already. <laughs> but I don't know. So I, I would really just kind of be up for wherever the adventure is. Cat, what was the biggest conspiracy in the Big Brother house? Oh, I mean, well, now in hindsight, it was definitely Mm -hmm. the whole Christy and Tommy knowing each other thing. Um, And it's so funny because uh, when everyone was making a big stink about me and Holly potentially knowing each other, um, I was talking to somebody, I can't remember who, but there's a screenshot of my conversation out there. And um, it's me basically saying that I was going to start the rumor that Tommy and Christy knew each other. And I was just saying that because I was kidding on the show. But, man, like, I to- if I could go back and redo Big Brother, you know, same character, same everything, same situation, I would. I wish I would have started that rumor that they knew each other because that would have really stirred some yeah. things up. It's the New Year, Kat. You have any cool plans for the for New Year's? Um, well, right now I'm still just trying to take – everything day by day. And I know it's been a while since the big brother house, but it is a little bit hard to get transitioned back into the real world. So I'm still yeah. trying to make that happen. And all my new year's resolutions are, are just about transitioning back into the real world, making myself a better person, trying to take um, everything to the next level and turning my big brother experience into something that does have longevity because I don't want to be that person that's only associated, associated with big brother 
and or is only associated with Big Brother and then people go on and forget about. Like I want to be able to make a name for myself separately. So um, just try to figure out and strategize on how I can make that happen. Um, and also just trying to get back in the swing of things. I haven't worked out since leaving for Big Brother. Um, I've just been kind of going crazy riding this wave that I can barely – can barely stay afloat. So um, I'm excited for 2020 because I think that that will finally be when I can settle down and start organizing everything and taking this newfound quote unquote fame, if you will, and be able to turn it into something bigger. So Kat, I mean, I know a lot of fans love your merchandise and stuff. I mean, conspiring Grinch and drink up Grinches is one of my favorite, (laughs) the holiday ones. Uh, So do you, did you add coffee mugs to it? I mean, I saw in one post you had a coffee mug that said conspiring bitches. Did so you add not, those? So there's, well, so TBA. Um, there, so that was actually a cup that this company called Glassy Gals, I believe they are called. Yeah, Glassy Gals. They sent it to me. So I was, so I, you know, just kind of implemented into my merchandise um, photo shoot. But I've gotten so many questions about it. And um, there's a lot, there seems to be a demand for everything conspiring bitch. So um, that is something that me and Live Love Game Day are kind of discussing on how we can move forward and keep, you know, capitalizing on this saying that we're absolutely milking for all that it's worth. Um, so hopefully there will yeah. be some coffee mugs coming up and, uh, or wine glasses, or I don't know, some sort of merch besides the shirt. Um, because it's also hard when you have, you know, my shirts are geared towards women because, that seems to be who purchases, but then sometimes guys want something too, or there's different sizes. So we're going to see if there's, maybe there's some items like coffee mugs and whatnot that we can add in and make everybody happy. <laughs> That's really cool. Where, where Thank can you. they find your stuff online? Like, is, do you have a site, a website or anything? Or yeah, So the, the easiest way to find it would be to go to my Instagram, Kat Dunn, K-A-T-D-U-N-N. And it's always my link in bio. Um, but if they want to find it, you know, just from like the browser, you know, from going on the browser, if they go to livelovegameday.com, that's the company that I'm partnering with for all these t-shirts. My best friend, Sydney owns that company and she's owned it for years. She owns, uh, or she carries like sports day apparel and like graphic tees about that are kind of relatable for like all, you know, female sports fans or even people going to games, whatever. And she's really made an empire with that. So it was just really easy for me to come in and she already had, all the e-commerce figured out. She had the shipping figured out, the t-shirt printers, everything. Um, so we've been partnering on that. So if you go through her website, livelovegameday.com, then you can also find it that way. Uh, yes. it's, you know what? It's, well, recently, I don't know. Okay. I guess I've just been like overly emotional lately or maybe just tired, but usually I don't let people really get to me, um, you know, like yes. internet trolls or whatever. But lately it's been like a little bit I mean, the little comments have kind of been getting to me, especially when it comes to the merch, because people like I'll post something about my merch or whatever, because it is my job. I'm now the owner of a small business. I have my own LLC. I'm, you know, definitely trying to make something out of this and it's, you know, paying my bills. So of course I'm good and I'm proud of it and I want to, you know, show it off. Um, but there's so many people that kind of hate against it and they're like, oh, like you, all you do is like sell your, you just turn everything into a t-shirt. Like this is so tired, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I've come to realize that those aren't the people that are buying my merch. So it doesn't really matter, but, um, but it has made me a little bit hesitant every time I'm like, yeah, like it's another conspiring bitch thing, but the people who love it and the shirts, they'll sell out so fast. 
Um, we're always having to restock. So there's definitely, there's a lot of conspiring bitches out there that want their t-shirts. I'm Ray. That's my co-host, Linda. Because Kat got so dirty, we're going to put her in the shower and clean her off. Until next time, everyone, have a good night. And remember, one positive thought in the morning will change your day. Bye, everybody. If you love Kat, follow her on Instagram at Kat Dunn. To follow me, Ray, R-A-E, of Sunshines with a Z. Don't forget to visit myiclicktv.com 24-7 for all your reality TV and pop culture news. Contact by satellite.